Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hello, I'm your host, Lesha. In today's episode, I want to talk about cravings and why you might be getting cravings for carbs and sugar. So to start off, I want to define what cravings are. Cravings are a desire for usually something very specific. Okay, now there's a difference between a craving and an urge, and I want to share the differences before we get into today's episode. Cravings are physiological and urges are psychological, meaning cravings usually come from your body, some sort of alarm that your body's trying to tell you that something's missing or something's wrong. And urges are just brain habits and patterns that you've developed by giving into foods whenever you have a desire to eat something. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the body responses, cravings, and not urges. And a lot of people confuse the two, so I'm going to share today how you can know which one is which. All right, so with as far as cravings go, you can get a craving whether or not you're hungry, okay? Usually with the urge, you'll get an urge to eat something when you are hungry, but cravings can come even after you've just eaten a specific meal. So let's talk about the main reasons why we get cravings. So cravings are usually either a sign of some type of nutrient deficiency, poor sleep habits, dehydration, or stress. So when it comes to nutrient deficiencies, when we get a craving, it might be that our body is trying to tell us that something is missing. So what are some examples of this? So if you're craving chocolate, you might need more magnesium. This is very common, especially if you're on your period. If you're anything like me, when I'm on my period, I want chocolate real bad. And magnesium deficiency usually leads to chocolate cravings. And we're on our periods, we use up more of magnesium. So that makes total sense. So keep that in mind next time that you get a chocolate craving, especially when you're on your period. You could take more magnesium or eat foods such as nuts, seeds, and broccoli and kind of up that up so your cravings can go down. Now, if you're always craving something sweet, that might mean that you need more chromium or phosphorus, carbon or sulfur, just to name a few things. And again, you can get this from broccoli. You can get this from berries, protein and greens. Now, if you're craving bread, oftentimes that might be, you know, a sign that your body needs more nitrogen. So eating high quality protein from animal sources will help with that. And if you're always wanting something salty, you might need more chloride. So you can add in more fish to your diet or add more salt to your food. So what I find with working with my clients and myself personally is that cravings usually dissipate as you eat more real whole foods because you're giving your body all the nutrients that it needs and it doesn't have to turn on cravings for you 
for having something because it's not missing anything, all right? I found this to be true for myself. As I've given up sugar for this year, I find that I no longer crave sugar. And I used to be a sugar addict. So this is huge for me to not be always craving sugar after I eat a meal or at night or wanting something sweet. And I will say that there's one caveat to this, and I'll talk about that as far as in the keto diet space of what might turn on cravings. But for the most part, since I've been very just adamant about going zero sugar, I no longer have cravings for sugar. All right, so the second thing is having poor sleep habits. So when we're tired and we don't get enough sleep, our body is going to be searching for a quick energy source during the day. And as we know, the quickest energy source is glucose, right? Glucose in the form of carbohydrates or sugar. So when you don't get enough sleep, you wake up tired, your body is exhausted and your brain's like, well, we don't have a lot of energy because we didn't have enough time to replenish, renew last night. How can we get her fast energy so she can make it through the day? Oh, I know that, you know, that candy bar worked really well last time. Let's turn on, let's give her a craving for a candy bar at the vending machine because that worked last time. She, we had tons of energy. So then you'll get a craving for a candy bar. All right, your body's really smart. It's trying to do whatever it can to survive and keep us functioning. So when you lack sleep, your body is going to turn on cravings for high energy foods that give you instant energy quickly, which is carbs and sugar. So in order to reduce your cravings, make sure that you're getting enough sleep, at least eight hours of sleep a night. And you're focusing on that because if you have a crappy sleep schedule and you're not focused on sleep, you might get more cravings than normal. And you might be wondering, why am I craving all this carbs and sugar? What is going on? And that's simply because your body's just not getting enough rest and it's searching for a quick energy source. All right, now, if you're listening to this and you're like, Okay, Lesha, that sounds great, but I have a newborn girl. How am I supposed to sleep eight hours a night? Are you crazy? And I get it. I've been there. My two and a half year old still gets up at night. I will say that if you are not able to get eight hours of sleep, then you really need to focus on these other things to deal with your cravings. Like you really need to be adamant about eating real whole foods, getting all the nutrients, and you need to really pay attention to these other things. What worked for me is really focusing on the food and the stress and the, you know, water, all those things when I was going through a phase where I was not getting enough sleep. So that is something that you might consider trying. All right. And then I want to talk about the third reason why you might be getting cravings is dehydration. So oftentimes our body will confuse being dehydrated with craving something, all right? Cravings can be disguised as dehydration. So before, when you get a craving, what I want you to try is before you even think about that craving or giving into it, I want you to drink a large glass of water. 
and then just wait it out and see if your craving goes away. Most likely you'll find that most of the time it will go away. So then you'll know like, well, okay, I didn't really want that food or need that food. I was just simply dehydrated. So we want to make sure that we know that those two can be confused, like your body can confuse dehydration with with uh, wanting some food. So make sure that we rule that out first because that's a really easy fix, right? You can easily just drink a bunch of water and if that's going to help fight your cravings and like totally doable, right? And then there's stress, right? Good old stress. So when you're too stressed, your cortisol is elevated. You're in that sympathetic stage where you can't rest and digest. It's like flight or fight. And when that happens, too much cortisol can increase your appetite, especially for sugary carb-filled foods. So when you're thinking about stress, you have to wonder and think to yourself, what is it that I can do? What are some ideas of stress reduction that don't involve food? All right. So these might be worked for me as doing some meditation, yoga, some long walks, reading books, bubble bath, all those things. Make a list of things that relax you that don't have to do with eating And when you are super stressed, start implementing those routines and habits into your lifestyle. So that way your body isn't churning on those cravings when it's stressed out. Because what happens is when you're stressed out and you get the cravings, every time you give into them, you're now building that pattern of giving into urges that we talked about urges earlier. And you're now forming that brain habit of always giving in to your cravings, listening to the urge, and then doing that pattern of, okay, I'm stressed, I eat, it helps me feel better temporarily. And then your brain's like, okay, well, that worked last time. Let's do that again. And let's do it again. And it turns into a brain habit that is very hard to break. So think about other things that you can do when you're stressed out that doesn't involve eating. All right. And then I want to go back to the the ketogenic diet and the cravings for that because I see a lot of times with my clients and inside BSB tribe, even while following a low-carb ketogenic approach, a lot of the women still struggle with food cravings, especially sugar cravings. And I sometimes wonder like, why, why? Because why is this so? Because naturally when you follow keto, one of the benefits of following keto is that your cravings reduce, right? You no longer have the cravings for sugar and carbs unless, here's a caveat, you're eating way too many sweeteners. So the thing about sweeteners is that to your brain, it's almost as if you're eating sugar, but you're not, right? Because it's that sweet sensation, you're getting that dopamine hit, but you're not getting the same reward system and pathway as sugar provides, which is, you know, calories from sugar and the, and all the things like sweeteners are zero calories. So your brain now gets confused and thinks that it did get sugar, but it really didn't. So then it, but it sensed the sweet. So it's like, okay, well, we got something sweet. So let's get more. I want more, right? Cause that's the pattern of sugar. That's the sugar addiction cycle. The more you eat, the more you desire. 
So eating too many sweeteners can give you that same effect of constantly eating sugar if you're not careful, right? They can trigger the same response and then lead you to desire and crave sugar. And this is why I think that if you really want to break your sugar addiction and the pattern of eating sugar and having cravings, it's very important that you watch how much sweeteners you're consuming. And I would say eliminate them if possible. And I know I've noticed this on myself because like I said, I've been doing zero sugar. It's been almost six months now and the only time that I struggle and I still get some sort of cravings is if I ever have sweeteners. Now I've mostly cut out sweeteners, but once in a while on occasion or something, I will make a keto dessert for a holiday or a celebration or something. And I find that usually the day after I eat that is when I want and crave something sweet, which tells me that this is This is true. This is really what's happening inside my brain. I'm tricking my brain into thinking it's getting sugar, but it's not. And it's turning on cravings for more sugar. That's the only time that I crave sugar. Besides that, I no longer crave and desire sugar. So if you really want to eliminate all the cravings for carbs and sugar, I would recommend that you would stick to just a whole foods diet with protein, vegetables, like berries, but even be careful with the too much berries and fat. And by doing that, just sticking to that, you will find that you will probably no longer crave the sugar and the carbs. All right. So a couple bonus hacks for me that worked in uh, dealing with cravings that I would like to share today is adding more protein. So protein is such a fulfilling macronutrient. It keeps you full longer. And when you're full, you're less likely to get cravings. Now you can still get cravings whether you're hungry or not, but eating a higher protein meal studies have shown that people that eat more protein get less cravings. So if you're especially during the period week, if you're struggling with cravings, up your protein or have more higher protein snacks, okay? Another thing you can do is adding more fat to your meals. Now you wanna be careful with fat because you can't overdo it with the fat and eat too much fat. You still wanna tap into your body's fat store and burn that instead of just burning fat that you're eating. However, if you're really struggling with cravings, it's better that you add more fat to your meals rather than give in to those cravings, okay? So fat is very satiating. It keeps you full, just like protein. So you can try that hack. Another hack is exercise. So when we exercise, we actually release a hormone that reduces overeating. So we're less likely to get give into cravings. Plus there's a lot of psychology involved. Okay. In BSB tribe, I refer to our two brains, our inner fat girl brain, and then versus our smart girl brain. And our smart girl brain is our thinking brain, the neocortex and the inner fat girl brain is the subconscious brain or the primal brain. And when we're referring to our thinking brains, 
It is logical that if we just spent all that time and energy exercising, the last thing that we are most likely to do is give into a craving for junk food because it just doesn't make sense. Like we all know how long it takes to burn off like a donut. I think it's like an hour or two on the treadmill just to burn off one donut. And even though I'm not talking calories in, calories out here, but when you know that, when you know how much effort it takes, versus just eating a donut, you're less likely to give into that craving, right? When you th- And plus, it's about building momentum with small habits. I talk a lot about small habits and building momentum of starting small and then, you know, getting better with each day and adding things on. When you start off and you have a workout routine and you're sticking to it, you're more likely than to do other healthier things, other healthier habits like eat better and get more sleep and drink more water. It's all about building the momentum of a healthy lifestyle and working on small changes that will lead to big results. And then before you know it, you're going to be in this routine of all these healthy habits that help you reach your weight loss goals. All right, so in conclusion, I want to say that there's a difference between craving a food and having an urge and responding to an urge. So a craving is usually a sign that your body is trying to tell you something. So the next time you get a craving, I want you to do the following. These are your action steps, okay? I want you to ask yourself, am I missing a nutrient? How has my diet been lately? Have I been maybe eating a lot of like processed and packaged foods? Have I been eating a lot of sweeteners? Have I been not getting a lot of greens and good quality food lately? Because if the answer is yes, then you know that maybe that's why you're getting the cravings. Then I want you to ask yourself, how has my sleep been? You know, have I been getting a up a lot because of my kids or I have something on my mind that's stressing me out and I can't seem to fall asleep. What is my sleep pattern like? Right? So if that is your issue, then you know you need to focus on that. And that is the reason probably why you're having so many cravings. Then I want you to ask yourself, am I just dehydrated? And this is an easy one because you can simply find that out right away by drinking water and then seeing if the craving subsides. And then finally, I want to—I want you to ask, like, am I stressed out? Have I been experiencing a lot of stress in my life lately? And is this why I'm getting all these cravings? So go through that list and kind of check off one by one. And if the answer is yes to one thing, then focus on dealing with that one thing and you will find that you will get less cravings when you focus on the reason of why you're getting them in the first place, all right? And these things might change like week to week, especially if you're on your period during that week, you're probably going to get more cravings and then you'll know, well, it's because I'm depleting more magnesium. So maybe I need to up in my magnesium or get more leafy greens and seeds and all of that. But that way you're aware of why they're happening rather than just having a craving and giving into it, not really knowing 
the biological reason of why you're getting that craving, right? It's all about getting to the root of our issues. That's what it's all about here. This is what I teach. This is what I help my ladies inside BSB tribe is how do we get to the root? How do we approach this in a holistic way of not just looking at the, you know, the above ground level where it's, okay, we have a craving. Okay, well, did you try this? Or maybe you should just, you know, suck it up, buttercup. Well, no. Like, why? Why am I getting this craving? There's always a reason. You should always be asking yourself why. Okay? So do that checklist and kind of go through them. And remember that it's usually a sign that there's something missing in your body. So you want to make sure you're giving your body all the proper nutrients that it needs. Okay. And if you need help with that, if you're confused of what that looks like, if you want some guidance on the food part to really get whole real foods into your diet, go check out my free meal plan. I will leave that link in the show notes. You can download it by going to bsbtribe.com forward slash resources and you'll see the meal plan there. And those are filled with nutrient dense foods that will definitely help you fight off your sugar and carb cravings. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you're looking for free resources to get you started on your weight loss journey, go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash resources. If you're ready to take your weight loss to another level and work with me personally, I invite you to join the BSB Tribe waitlist. Spots are limited in this exclusive online community But if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when doors open up again. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.